Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in the closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Today's episode of the Mamahood podcast is sponsored by Anya. Anya stands for A New You Again, and it is a place for moms to come and connect with other moms who are also in the trenches of motherhood, specifically dealing with motherhood mental challenges like postpartum, prenatal, depression, anxiety, fatigue, all of the things. Anya has an event coming up. It's um, the Arise event, and it's coming up June 20th, and I am going to be speaking at this event, and I'm going to be there. It's going to be full of amazing speakers, women sharing tips and experiences and stories to help strengthen women and mothers. It's going to be a place to connect with other mothers, Um, and I have a code for you to get 10% off of your ticket to the Arise event. So you're going to go to anewyouagain.com, and you're going to use code MAMA to get a discount on your ticket to the Arise event. It's this June, June 20th and 21st. Again, that's anewyouagain.com, code MAMA for a discount on the Arise event. Okay, let's get going with the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Mamahood podcast. I'm joined by Obs. Hello, Aubrey. Hello. I'm really excited about the topic we're doing today. I know. This one's fun. Um, We are going to be, and I've seen some variations of this going around like on social media, like I'm giving up, whatever. And I was like, we need to do the motherhood version of this. Um, Like things we're giving up as a mom which sounds like anti-motivational, but at the same time, I think it's so um, free- refreshing. Yes, <laughs> freeing. Like we're not yes. doing the New Year's resolutions. What am I adding on? I want to talk about the things we're giving up, some stuff we're letting go of um, in motherhood today. And yes. Aubrey reminded me we haven't done wins and fails in um, like three years. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's do, do it. it. Do you have a, a mom... <laughs> fail i i say that in quotation marks because start with fails yeah actually today i have one from today so i was i don't know if i was on a call i think i was on a call in the other room and (laughs) i posted this to my stories because it was like it was so bad i I was laughing i'm like this cannot be my life right now but my little two-year-old pushed our stool like our high bar stool over to the fridge 
And she, like, was trying to fill up a cup of water. She's two. Like, she's just, like, filling up this cup of water. And I come out, and she has her full palm pushing on the water oh, button. Oh, no. And it, and she's not even looking at the water, like, dripping down <laughs> it's the floor. Just... Just, she's just smiling at me. And I'm like, she has flooded, like, our entire pantry. with Like, our fridge is next to the pantry. Our entire pantry oh, was, gosh. like flooded with water and she's just sitting there smiling i'm like <laughs> stop like what are you doing so my fail is that sometimes my kids raise themselves and sometimes they have to get water by themselves i'm raising <laughs> capable kids right but sometimes two-year-olds need some help getting water so that was my fail That's what was hilarious. yours hilarious mine was a general fail which <laughs> I just, I have this continual fail like every day, which is that when I change a poopy diaper, I just get really oh, lazy no. about it and I just yeah. throw it in the garbage and I'm just like, Ugh! toss it in the garbage. I'm done with this. Like another kid is crying and I just need to go and tend yeah. to that and it'll be okay. And con- every single day Wally gets to the poopy <gasps> diaper and I'm like, why oh, do I continue oh, to do this? God. Why do I not just walk the diaper? Changing it twice. Like, seriously. And he gets into it, and then he needs a bath, and then we're bathing kids and dogs. And it's just a oh nightmare. Oh, my God. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> so, but I'm going to tack on my mom win, which is after continually doing that for literally a year, I finally just bought little trash cans for each room that have lids on them so that I can still be lazy and just toss it in there. And then Molly won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I forget that they like that too. Oh, I, so nasty. Ugh. Yeah, really nasty. Babies and dogs. I've always, I did a poll. I'm like, do we get a dog? And it was literally 50 50. Yeah. Because I think it's like such a good thing for kids, but it is work. It's like having another yeah. toddler yeah. in the house. Yeah, it's a polarizing oh, topic. Man. I will say though, like now we're a year in, our, and we are so glad that we did, but getting the right yeah. breed and just like, we look. Oh. We did more research into what breed to get that would work for our family. We ended up getting a cockapoo. Was it Walt? His name's Walt Disney. <laughs> Is that your second dog or first? Our second dog, dog the one we have now, but we call okay. him Wally. Um, and he's a cockapoo. He's a cockapoo. He's a okay. Yes, he's a cockapoo. So he's half cocker spaniel, I, half yes. poodle. That's like the dog I grew up with. Really. Yeah. Did you like your dog? And he just like barely died. Yeah, he oh, was so cute. Sorry, he died. He yeah, so cockapoos are really lazy and like super function on affection and and they're small. Do your research for what people are saying online. How big online. does the cockapoo get? Yeah. He's teeny. He's full grown now and he's like eight pounds. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, like he's like the oh size of a baby. Like he's small and he's not going to get any bigger I've got to hear the listeners vote on this though. Like I want to, I seriously want to know dogs or no dogs, like <laughs> comment somewhere because I'm so curious your experience with it. I yes. love that, Mare. Okay. <clears throat> Should we dive in? Let's do or it. did you have another win to share? Did you already share? I can't, now oh. I can't remember. A win? Oh, I just was thinking my win. I, so I have, I had my fourth two years ago and her postpartum was so tricky for me like the last two years have been really hard but the other day I was like you know what I can say like with full confidence and full transparency that I love motherhood and I've never been able to say that till now and I think it's just something that I feel like so grateful and proud of like 
I've had so many ups and downs with being a mom and I'm just in a stage where I'm like, I love this. Like, I just look at my kids being like, can we freeze time? Like the stages that we're in right now are like my favorite. Like I'm not changing bums right now and I'm not like I'm in, my kids are nine to two and yeah, we're still busy. Like toddlers are, are, are crazy. Insane. But like yes. I just, yes. But I, I truly, the other day I was like, I, I love motherhood and I haven't been able to truly say that a hundred percent like it's been maybe like 90 sometimes but mm-hmm. not a hundred percent where I'm like no I love this that but makes I love me it so happy because so, so I know I know how it's been for you and yeah. like that's that's huge and yeah. I love that so, from you thanks that is a win okay um so yeah so we Obs and I each wrote down four things or so um and so we're just going to kind of go back and forth sharing these things that we are giving up some things yep. we're giving up um we're taking them to the fire to burn them out <laughs> yes send them out um okay me or you first you go first okay uh the first thing i wrote down that i'm giving up is comparison Having to explain or justify my actions as a mom to people or compare myself to other moms. It just doesn't serve me at all. Um, And I think that it's such a weight that we carry as moms. And it's taken me years and years to truly give that up and truly walk away from it. And to truly be to a place where I can look at what another mom is doing and it does not affect me. I don't have to look at what another mom is doing and think like, oh, what if I did that? What if I could do that? What if I could be that? What if, um, you know, would my kids be happier? Would my husband be happier, et cetera, et cetera. I no longer do that. I don't look at another mom and think, crap, I'm not like her. I look at, I can look at another mom and be like, whoa, I love that she's doing that for her. And I love and I'm fully confident in the decisions that I've made as a mom. And it's taken years of work to do that. It's taken prayer, asking God to remove that from me. It's taken journaling, writing down the things that I love about the decisions I've made. It's taken Mm -hmm. um, also just a choice. There's just the choice to be confident in what you're doing and to not compare. It's taken Mm -hmm. drastic whittling down of what I consume on social media um, oh, yeah. but it's, it's, it has improved my life tenfold. I can be in a group of mom friends, which I think for everyone at some point has felt intimidating being in a group of women all together and feeling like, Oh, if, can I stand by my opinion on this or my thought on this or who I am here? And I finally feel like, yeah, like I am who I am and she is who she is. And that mom is who she is. And I can stand by this. I don't have to explain to people mm-hmm. why I, you know, run my home this way or I homeschool this way or I, why we <laughs> spend an astronomical amount of time in Disneyland. Like every little thing that I consistently f- get asked or feel like I have to justify, like no more of that. Just like full confidence in what I'm doing, full joy for others and what's working for them. No more jealousy, no more comparison. Walking away from it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Well, and what a gift to give to yourself. Like if you can win because someone else is winning, like that's a gift you give yourself. I tell my nine-year-old that all the time. When someone wins or when someone gets something good or happy or they get to go on a trip, like you can give yourself the gift of feeling happy for them, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you it's miserable to feel the opposite and I love that you are doing that. It's awesome, Mary. Okay, what's your first one? Okay. So my first one is the need for motherhood to look a certain way. So like example your kids' clothes. I let go of that <laughs> a long time ago. Like my kids will come down and they're in total mismatched clothes or maybe a pajama shirt and I don't know. I do not care. I used to care so bad. I'm like, if anyone saw us, like their hair is mangled. Like Yeah. And now yeah, I'm that's like, a thing. Hey, if we've gotten in the tub today, we are <laughs> they brush their teeth. I mean, I just don't care. And I truly don't. Like I, I think that they I mean, I'll do their hair and I think that it's fun to like get them in cute stuff, but I it's mostly for me. I don't ever take a second to think, oh man, like who are we gonna who are we gonna run into today? Like I'll most likely if you see me on the out on the street, my half of my kids are in PJs still like I just don't care anymore and it's like so freeing to not care anymore to spend I don't I like will only shop at Walmart for my kids clothes because they grow out of them so fast and they like play in them and get them super dirty like I just do not go for the expensive clothes I just don't and I mean some things you probably should to help last longer or whatever like I think dresses and stuff are are good to get better quality but like but Walmart has been like Walmart's been Amazing. really stepping up their game. They honestly have in every way. So, <laughs> and it's still I know. cheap. So I kind of, yes. And I've just let go of like caring, just caring what the kids look like. I let go of like the need to like look like I have it all together, like getting ready every day or makeup every day. Like I just don't, I just don't have anyone to impress. I don't have anyone to prove myself to. Like sometimes I wear eyelashes, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I like right now, I'm not. I chose to not wear a bra today. I just, I, don't, I just don't care. Who like, who do I have to impress? Honestly, yeah. who cares what my boobs yeah. look like? And like, yeah, I just, I feel like I used to care so much about this image for myself, and you know, even with like a little bit of a social media following, I just kind of felt like I had to step into this image, and I just don't. I don't, I don't care. And I've like wasted so much of my life caring that I'm like releasing that like bless and release because I don't I don't care to spend more spend my time and energy that way you know like and when you don't when you can get out of that you have so much more time and energy for so many more important things so yeah that's one thing I'm letting go Mike drop I love that and I love what you said who do I have to impress because the people in your life who really should be in your life are the people who will take you as you are mm-hmm, at any point for sure okay um number two for me was feeling like I have to put my house to bed every night and this might trigger this might trigger some people because people love this (laughs) trigger warning warning. (laughs) but I literally have like diagnosed OCD like I have let myself feel absolute misery over the state of my home for years I'm telling you obs like and you probably know this about me like I literally like it just eats me up and it has for years how it pre-marriage pre-kids like my missionary companions like that was what they would say like oh Marin's like stressful to live with like I just (laughs) (laughs) good luck with her (laughs) good luck bring some Clorox wipes but no seriously like I I have spent so much mental energy feeling like my house has to look absolutely perfect 
all the time. And it is, this year is the first year I have really let that pressure go. And Mm -hmm. it is been like coming up for air for me to say like, it's okay to go to bed with a messy house. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it can wait for morning. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. I used to just convince myself like I can't fall asleep if my house is a mess. Or like, I just can't. And it's just like, I would just tell myself that. And so it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it just wasn't true. Like one day I just decided, like, I was like, oh, well, like we've lived here all day. Like, it's not me who made all these messes. Like I didn't, I didn't throw all those toys on the ground. I didn't (laughs) drop my shoes in that random corner, Dallin. Like I just, like I, (laughs) it's not on me. It's not on me. And the, the mess can wait till tomorrow and I can get better sleep and it doesn't matter. And like releasing that after carrying it for so long was a huge, huge thing for me to let go of. I think that's so common too. I think that I love that you like even put the put my house to bed like Mm -hmm. because that's such a thing it's such a trend yeah which no nothing against that trend but if you're seeing that trend and it stresses you out like let it go you don't have to do that you know well and I had this I had I have a similar like anxiousness about and I do keep my house clean to an extent of like my mental health needs that yes yeah But also, like, I used to be – I used to care what people would think when they'd come over. Mm -hmm. And then finally I got to a point where I was like, dude, come on over. Come see my tornado. (laughs) Like, I I was so – I, like, got to a point where I'm, like, unapologetic. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, we do live here. Come on in, you know? And I don't – I don't care to, like – I mean, yeah, I'll try to, like, pick up if people are coming over, but I'm not, like, as stressed as I used to be of, like, oh, my gosh, it has to look a certain way, smell a certain – like, you know, I'm just like, dude – we live here and there's little kids here and welcome to our humble abode. Like, <laughs> yes. come on in. Come, use a pogo stick if you need to, but it's so free. <laughs> so free. Yes. I used to care so bad. I would I would get in my head about it, you know? Yeah. And some things, like, are fine just as they are. Um, Okay, this one's similar to what we we're talking about, but needing to be everything as a mom. So, like, the park mom, the play date mom. <laughs> the homeschool mom, the gym mom. Like I just, (laughs) some days I'm everything. And some days I'm a bump on a log. Like I just, (laughs) so I've let go of like this expectation of myself to be this, even like the fun mom. I've let that go. Like I'm not a fun mom. Like I'm just not. And I always like would pride myself in like taking my kids to the library or the museum. I would like take Ryder all over Dallas when we Mm -hmm. lived there. And he doesn't even remember those days. <laughs> so it's like I killed myself to like live these memories and yeah. it was great. But I just think it's okay to not be the fun mom. Like it's okay. I'm, I'm fun when I want to be. And when I am not like it's, I'm letting that go, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. We live in like this world too, where we see every type of mom and then we feel like we have to be yes. every type of mom. And it's yeah. like, we, there's always been every type of mom in this world. We just weren't all seeing it all the time. And so everyone was just being whatever type of mom they were. And so sometimes we just have to remember, like, not everyone is every type of mom. I'm the type of mom that I am. And that's what my kids need. And that's good enough. Yeah. I love that. Love it, Obs. Such a good reminder. Okay. This one's a little more practical. 
I'm letting go of junk. And let me explain. Things that add junk to my life. And I'm not just talking about like minimalism. I'm talking about three specific things I've done to minimize things that feel junky in my life. The first thing that I did, I consistently got so sick of like all of the little um, toys that make big messes. Like Legos. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Legos, marble runs, um, Lincoln logs, like just everything that has like a ton of like little pieces. And I used to kind of feel guilty. Like if I put those things away, then my kids can't play with them. And like I want to foster their creativity. And I went through kind of like this back and forth for years about what to do with those toys because it was always a consistent mess and it always stressed me out. But like six months ago, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And so I boxed them up. They're stacked here in Dallin's office. And I put up a little laminated menu on my kid's playroom wall. And I was like, you can pick one at a time and you're not getting another one until this one is completely cleaned up. It was such a simple thing. It took me like 10 minutes to do. Um, But it has literally freed up so much clutter in our house and just makes things easier to manage. It makes cleaning up the toy room so much quicker, too, for the kids. So I'm not doing that. Like, I used to meticulously clean and organize their toys. And now I know it's not a huge disaster. So they can do it, you know? Yeah, the menu idea. Genius. Yeah. And it was just, like, literally, like, copy-paste Google images. Like, nothing fancy, nothing cute. Just, you know, basic. What they get to have. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Helped so much. Um, Second junkie thing, messy crafts. Um, and maybe this is that we're oh, homeschooled. Like the bane of my existence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There are certain crafts that are just so much harder to clean up that I'm just like, we're not doing that anymore. Like there's enough yeah. crafts to do that aren't that messy to clean up. And then there are those that are just like awful to clean Tom up. Pom-poms and popsicle sticks. Yes. And glue. Yes. Glue. Yes. I hate glue. And like yeah. I'm – <laughs> I'm fine with the fact that, like, maybe once a year I need to pull out some glue to, like, make sure my kid still knows how to use a glue stick or whatever. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I'm not doing the ones that drive me crazy. Like, I'm not doing the yeah. all the freaking little sensory bins, which I know people love. But for me, it's just, like, this is too messy. Um, yeah. Paint, we only – The rice ends up on the floor. Paint, we yeah. only do it, like, once a year now. I'm, like, I'm not doing paint. Like, it's too messy. So – my kids are content with the craft, crafty items that are in our little craft cupboard, and I know that they're simple yeah. enough to get out and clean up. I, I keep Play-Doh and, and um, like, stencils and stamps, things that feel a lot easier yeah. to clean up and things that are easier to manage. And then the other things, I put them away in a closet to pull out, like, way less frequently because I just realized how often I was cleaning up, like – a messy craft on top of the other stuff I have to clean up yes. and my kids don't yeah. know the difference like they're fine to literally just color you know like know. it's fine so you don't need to be over the I top know. you should post your toy system and your craft system on Instagram or something so we can all see because yeah I think that's genius I swear the crafts get all over for us over here they really do and then it's just constant and we don't have like a separate dining table versus just like like we have one table and so like when our table is like covered and stuff too like and then it's hard to clean up like the glue and anyway anyway and then you're having dinner in your glitter and glue yes and then the nights I'm just too lazy to clean up the glue I'm like fine my plate is sticking to the table and 
Just, and you're not putting your house to bed. So. I'm not putting it to bed, so it's going to get crusted on there all night. <laughs> okay, the last junk thing that we let go of is junk food and junky ingredients. And I know that this might sound kind of crunchy, but I finally just took the plunge, and this is just something that we did. I let go of it. Like, we cleaned up the products we were consuming. We cleaned up the ingredients. We cleaned up the junk food. We made the change to better products. And honestly, I can't. I can't say enough for it, like what it's done. Like I genuinely have noticed differences in my kids consuming better products. Mm-hmm. I've noticed differences in me and Dallin consuming better products. I feel good about it. It honestly hasn't been that much more expensive. In fact, one of the things we've done is started getting our dairy delivered from a local farm. And that's actually saved us money. It's actually yeah. cheaper to do it that way. And so this might sound more crunchy or practical or whatever, but it's something I've given up on, like, having a ton of junk food or bad items in my home. And it I, it genuinely has improved our life. Um, yeah. Um, we need to do, like, a whole episode on this because yeah. I – this is a huge deal. I love it. Yeah. And, yeah, if you have also thoughts on that, I mean, it could be a really great episode. I will say, like – just ingredients is a Instagram account one of the few like influencer accounts I still follow because everything she has shared has um genuinely improved our life I can say that it's not just like me watching and like hoping it's literally like I've implemented improving the products we consume and it's genuinely made a big difference for us yeah Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I would love to do an episode where we just like dive into the different stuff we're using because I think it's important. And it's like for overall, like your mental health, your physical health, like there's so much that goes into all of I literally have less headaches, which sounds bizarre, but like less headaches from changing out the food and the products. Laundry detergent. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. And not to add like more stress, like if you can't think about that right now, that's fine. Like do what you have to do. But if you have the ability to eliminate some of the junk from your home even just one thing at a time like just improve the milk you're buying each week to start or something like that will make a big difference oh I love that one Mare. that's so good okay the next one for me is eating in the car (laughs) I remember every time I buy a new car I'm like this car we're not gonna eat in this car this will be the one yeah, this will be the one. And then, like, two days later, I'm throwing French fries back to the kids. I just have, like, given up. Like, I feel like my minivan got trashed and the car we have got trashed. And I know, like, some people are like, oh, gosh, but I just hate doing that to my car. And I get that. But at the same time, I've just let go of it. And I can vacuum. So I'm not stressed. Wait, so are you saying you've <laughs> given up on – like, I let my kids eat You let car. your kids eat in the car. You've given up yeah. on the pressure to not eat in the car. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Because yeah, because I feel like every time we buy a new car, you feel that way. Yes. Like, oh, this one, we're not going to do it. And I'm like, no, at this point, I don't care. Like, the kids can eat, and we're on a trip. And <laughs> what? You just fill their bellies. Just, yeah. Yes. And yeah, like, does it trash the car? Probably. But like, also, we live here. Like, we live in our car, too. Yeah. So it is basically our house. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. We're in there half the time. And with kids, I just feel like with, and maybe as I get older, like, you know, we'll be better at it or I don't know. But I just am like, dude, I don't, I think it's fine. I don't stress about it anymore. So. Well, you made me feel better because we eat in the car yeah, all the time. And I just go to the car wash once a week, vacuum up all the old pieces of chicken nuggets. I know. And it's disgusting. (laughs) 
I made a reel the other day because this guy was literally watching the amount of stuff I was taking out of my car. <laughs> he saw that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is me every week. Like I have goggles from last summer. I have, like, you never know, a quesadilla. Like you never know. I'm, I'm dying at the things that I find in my car, but you know. There's nothing just, like a hard quesadilla that's been sitting there for a week. For months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for you a week. For me a couple months. <laughs> Sometimes it's a couple months for me. No, really. Like it's I love that you shared that because like when you're in the car and your kids are hungry, like you can either deal with screaming, crying kids or happy yeah, kids. Why the stress? I know. Like <laughs> we only live this life once. Like, come on. YOLO. Eat yeah. in the car. Yeah, <laughs> bringing back YOLO yeah. for this one. <laughs> Seriously, though. Oh, my God. Love it and agree. Okay, my last thing is <clears throat> I am giving up on, and this was harder than you think, but consuming things that give me fear and anxiety. Um, oh, my God. Which yes. it's kind of weird how addicting that stuff can be. But um, I'm talking documentaries, politics, political anything the news um true crime true crime podcasts um viral posts on facebook about scary things happening to my kids like why are why am i always reading those things so um yeah i've given up on that stuff i can't do it anymore i cannot do it anymore um dallin um gave me a blessing a while ago when i was dealing with a lot of anxiety where he said, tune out the world and tune into God and tune into our home. And what I took that to mean was like, I don't like, what are all the things I'm constantly worried about? I'm constantly worried about this terrible thing happening to my kid. I'm worried about a burglar. I'm worried about um, like political things going bad or whatever balloons in the sky or like all these different things. Like I'm constantly worried about all these things. It's because I'm consuming it. And if I can just live in this world and tune it out and tune into what I'm doing here, I am genuinely so much happier. It's insane. And I feel I, I it, it comes and goes like that need to like check in and see what's going on and see what's happening in this case or this political issue or whatever. But I can't do it anymore. It just it was such a huge source of my anxiety. And um, I know like true crime is such like a a trendy thing and I'm just wondering how many of us need to give up on it for a little bit and just see if it improves our life to not be consuming like murder all the time you know what I mean (laughs) no shame if you love true crime I'm just saying like it genuinely was bringing me down and why am I so shocked by that you know yeah no, we watched the trailer to a movie the other day that I had, like, heard was good. And I, like, we watched the just the trailer. And I could feel my heart, like, start, like, beating faster. And I was like, no, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> because I'm just – I and it's different for everybody. Like, I'm just more sensitive mm-hmm. to things. And mm-hmm. so it's like, man, why sit through something that's just going to make me nervous and not be able to fall asleep? Like, it's a choice. And I love that it's just being intentional on what you're consuming. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard a lot. I do want to say I've heard people talking about this lately on different things like giving up true crime and stuff. Sometimes it it literally like absorbs your mind and your mind is like processing it in such a deeper level. So then anxiety comes. So I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Okay. My last one is letting go of mom guilt. So I just 
like maybe that's why I love motherhood now. I don't have <laughs> don't have very much much I don't have as much mom guilt now. Hard than, to love than what something I if you feel guilty all the time while you're doing it, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would just feel like I was never enough or I couldn't I didn't spend enough time with my kids or I didn't spend enough time playing with them on the floor. You know, Mm -hmm. like I think mom guilt used to come so much to me. And now I'm like, uh, I don't care if my kids are on hour two of their TV show. Like I'm in here needing a minute, you know, like I just I don't feel guilt. I think I the screen time is something I still am passionate about. I don't feel like kids should be just honed in on a screen all the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm not as like strict about it as I used to be. Like I used to be almost over. I don't know, like kind of just over obsessed about it yeah. that like it was it would become an issue. And now I'm like, OK, they can watch from one to three. I'm going to go in the other room and read my scriptures, meditate and take a nap. <laughs> and then I show up such a better mom. Like, yeah. whereas before I'd be like, oh, my gosh, they're all, they're already on their like third hour of TV. And it's just like, no, do things intentionally. I like when I do it that way, like guilt shouldn't be a thing and however you showed up today is how you showed up you can always do better tomorrow but don't make a tally for yourself don't keep score you're doing awesome you don't have to like you know feel a certain way because you didn't didn't line up or didn't match up to what you thought you were supposed to do today like tomorrow's a new day start over let go of that guilt because moms already feel enough that guilt shouldn't be on the list of things you have to feel as a mom amazing amazing yes perfect I t- I love what you said. Tomorrow's a new day. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new day to start on something fresh. Every day is a new day to give on up on something or start something new. So I hope moms are coming away with this episode maybe with some ideas. Like take some time and write down just four things maybe that you can give up on that are going to improve mm-hmm. your motherhood journey Like and nice. and make it easier for you and better for you. Um, come and share it with us like come find us um, on all of our social media stuff is in the show notes come and find us and tell us what you're giving up on and um, yeah I hope this sparked some like relief for moms when they hear this I think moms need more moments of relief we live with Mm -hmm. such like high pressure all the time on us every second of the day even through the night <laughs> we have pressure mm-hmm. so I hope that when people come and listen to the mama hood that they feel relief I hope when they find Anya they feel relief so will you let them know a little bit about where they can find Anya and what's upcoming with that too yeah so <clears throat> Anya stands for a new you again and you can go to a new to see more but it's basically just a place for women to kind of discover themselves, moms specifically, to kind of hone in on the things that can help them every day with their mental health and um, kind of a lot that we talked about, like what are things you can let go of? Like, And in doing these things, it just adds to your life. And I just, I love what Marin said about, you know, like starting over, like becoming this version of yourself, adding to who you already are. And by taking these away, you're adding to that. And so you're just honing in on the most important things and then letting go of the rest. And I think it's, it's that unbecoming where we truly become something and become the mom that we want to be and become a happy version of ourselves and truly start to enjoy motherhood. So thanks, Mary. Hey, Thanks, Ops. We'll talk to you again another day.